Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now I'll always work on an empty stomach. Story from a job I had a few years ago. Level 1 tech at an MSP. We had one huge customer that took up about 90% of our work. They had this really old company intranet with their own ticketing system integrated into it. All the users used this and it was the core of all their business processes. They had a clueless development team that was supposed to manage the intranet and assist with any problems with it. And, oh my, were there a lot of problems with it. The story of how this software was created is a story in itself. Long story short, it was made about six years prior by an outsourced company that went bust soon after making it, so nobody knew how it worked. They hired a load of developers to try and manage this thing. Six years later, they're still struggling. Anyway, I'd seen this ticket floating around from a pretty high-up manager who wasn't able to create, receive, or view any purchase orders. It had been around most of the techs and they were all stumped. The internet was just spitting a load of code at her whenever she tried to do anything on there. This kind of issue was for their in-house development team to deal with as it's their software. Also, we just did first-line support for them. We don't have the access to their systems to fix something like this. We were more of a reception desk than a help desk. The ticket had been open for a while now and it had enough info in so I passed it over to their developers. They sent it back to me in record time. Wow, I thought. They're on it today. No. They had replied basically saying that they have no idea what the error means and it'll probably work tomorrow. (laughs) This was a very common occurrence with them. Well, the ticket had been open for more than a week at this point. So I passed it straight back stating this. And that it's nothing an external T1 can help with. Straight back it came with almost the same response, just copied and pasted. This happened all too often. They just didn't care, and they didn't have phones and never replied to our emails, so getting in contact with anyone specific on their team was very difficult. I was about to go to my manager about it when I got a call, and it was the user from this ticket. Oh, joy. It was my job to tell them that their company doesn't care about her problems. In a nice way, of course. Anyways, they completely understood. This was clearly not the first time they'd been through this but she was high up and needed this working ASAP. I told her I'd get my manager involved and try to get it as sorted as soon as possible. While I was on the phone, I thought, eh, might as well take a look at the issue. An eighth pair of eyes on this can't hurt. I got connected over and watched her go through the process to get this error up. I knew the system pretty well, and I knew the error was coming up just before she has to enter the date into the purchase order. The code in the error was just gibberish to me. It meant nothing to a little L1 tech. I happened to glance at the bottom right of her screen as I wanted to know what time it was. Curious. Her date's in American format. No, it can't be. I hate this job. Yep, 
I changed the date to UK date format and presto, it started working. Clearly, the internet used the local date and time when pulling through dates and could only read UK format. When it tried to load the dates, it just failed and threw up the error. I've never had a user as happy as she was. Safe to say my manager got an email praising me. Funny thing was, I was checking the time on her machine because I was hungry and wanted to know when my lunch was. My love for food always comes in handy. I moved away from that company not long after. I had no issue with them, it was the customer I hated, and most of our work was done for them. I've got plenty of stories from my time supporting them, so let me know if you want to hear more. The one about how their intranet was created is a doozy. OP, I would love to hear that story. If you happen to be the one listening to this story here, do me a favor, shoot me a message. You are no longer allowed to reach out to IT. I worked on service desk not too long ago, and we had a frequent flyer always asking for help. It was always the simplest things. Password reset after an hour of already resetting it. Mouse isn't plugged in. That type of stuff. This was the last time he was allowed to come to service desk for help. The user is an entry-level employee, straight from college. It's because of him that I don't assume younger people know technology. Dang, did I just say younger people? User walks into service desk. Hey, my PC's showing a black screen. Can you come help? Me, immediately annoyed by the presence of this user, looking at user and side-glancing at colleague. Hey there, is it turned on? User, I don't know. Me, did you move the mouse to see if it was asleep? User, yes. Me, sounds like it's just turned off. Go make sure it's plugged in and press the power button and come back if it still isn't working. User leaves and comes back five minutes later. It's still not working. I get up. He leads me to his desk. I'm kind of annoyed. While he was away, I tried to ping his workstation and it wasn't connected. It was off. I'm three desks down and I see the power light isn't on. I walk up and stand there. I see that it's plugged in. I also see the Ethernet port is lit, so it's getting power. So what to do? I press the power button. I hear the fan turn on. I don't even wait to see if it turns on. I just walk away. No words. Nothing. User. Whoa, what did you do? (laughs) I stop about 10 steps away from him, turn around. I press the power button. Next time I ask you to do the simple thing, please listen. User's colleagues who overheard me said various things like, Dang, he told you, or you should have listened, or just laughter. User's manager who happened to be passing me, Wait, did he just come ask you for help? I told him to just turn it on. Me. Yep, that's all it was. Manager, user, you are no longer allowed to go to IT for help. If you need something, you come to me and I'll escalate it if it needs it. You waste too much time blaming IT on your issues. Me, thanks. As it turns out, not only would he do walk-ins, but he'd call our line for help on the same issues he'd walk in for. He was a nuisance and was let go a few months later for underperforming. Apparently, it wasn't just us who he'd been bothering all day long. Also, I know I was pretty short with him, but that's just me, to be honest. If I may, I was really good at fixing issues and was always one of the top techs each month, but my customer service wasn't always great. Our previous life in hospitality ruined me, so I can rarely deal with people with a smile on my face. Thankfully, I'm now in a job that I don't have to please people all day long, and now I get to be in a more proactive role away from the business. Yeah, I get it, OP. Uh, For years, I worked in different industries where I didn't have to deal with people. Give me my drawings, schematics, whatever. Tell me what you want done and then go away. 
I'll make it happen and call you when I'm finished. Then over the years, I had to learn to work with people. Uh, I own a retail business now, so I got to... Most of the people I deal with, most of my customers are really level-headed and decent people and smart. Every once in a while, though, I still get one. Mm. Half of our phones are down. I work in a knock Network Operations Center, doing mostly Tier 2, sometimes Tier 1 troubleshooting. Received a call from a site. They had some power issues due to a big snowstorm. User. I got our equipment back up, but half of our phones, VOIP, are still down. Me. How are they connected? Do the computers connect through the phones, or do they have their own cables going to the switch? User. Oh, I forgot that the media converters are powered by USB from the desktop computers. Let me check if they're turned on or off. Me. Waiting for him to check. It's always media converters. User. Yeah, we're all set. Thanks for your help. Me. No problem. Have a good night. Yeah, I could see if you don't get power outages all the time and you have a storm that knocks everything out. I, I could see you overlooking something like that. How to lose your appeasement with this one simple trick. So this happened almost eight years ago, but it's something I routinely bring up to new hires when training slash nesting because it's highly effective. Backstory. Our company had an issue with a product. We were aware of it, but still had to do damage control. I was on the phones at the supervisor level and had been handling upset customers who didn't think our appeasement was sufficient, and I thought I had heard everything. Q Queen Karen. When a customer requests an escalation, someone in my role has to take it after the customer-facing advisor briefs us on the case. This advisor warned me I had quite the handful here, and I said, no worries, I got this. And I joined the advisor when the customer was taken off hold, and we were immediately greeted with, Effing took you long enough. Due to the issue overwhelming us and management only approving overtime that day, we had a 45-minute escalation queue and our five minutes of briefing time had been reduced to three minutes. So this customer had been waiting about 48 minutes to speak with me. I was introduced and the advisor left the call. This is when the fun begins. Me. Hello, customer. I'm... Customer. I know the CEO and I'm a shareholder. I know my rights, and if you don't give me what I want right now, I'll hang up this phone and you will be fired. Me. Okay. I apologize if you feel our appeasement offer is insufficient. I can escalate your case to see if we can grant an additional appeasement, but I would need at least 48 hours to see what can be done. Customer. I know the effing CEO. I can call him right now and have you fired, so do it now. In this moment, all my frustration and rage boiled over, and instead of screaming her stupid... I decided to call her bluff. Me, after pausing to regain my composure. Ma'am, I can clearly see you are very important, and since you have clearly stated twice that you have a far more effective path of escalation than any I can provide, I feel it's best that you follow your escalation path. Silence for a good 30 seconds followed by, what? Me, you said twice during our conversation you can directly speak with our CEO. My escalation path ends far before the CEO or any other senior officer in the company, so I think it's best you follow your escalation path. Realizing she screwed up, she tries to walk it back. Customer. No, you see? Me. No, no, I simply cannot allow you to continue down this path when you have a far more effective way to resolve the issue. I'll make sure to note this in your case and on your account so you don't have to bother with our less effective escalation path in the future. I hope you have a great day. Click. 
In case you're wondering what happened, she filed a formal complaint when she called another advisor, who saw my notes and complied with her request. My manager thought it was hilarious and took the extraordinary step to call her and ask why the customer was bothering her staff when she could have dealt with the CEO directly and gotten her preferred resolution. The customer was dumbfounded that we actually believed her and whined about getting the appeasement. My manager held the line on denying appeasement and advised the customer to choose her words more carefully going forward. So yeah, if you call tech support and say you personally know the CEO of the company, you may get an advisor I trained who will close your case and refer you to your escalation path. That is so satisfying when you can call a customer's bluff like that and throw it right back in their lap. Most people know that they have no pull, no power. Uh, they don't know who they say they know, or if they do, the person that they know really wishes they didn't know them. User. I know I called the wrong department, but you still have to fix my issue. I'm working a temp remote help desk job taking calls for a company website. This website took the place of another website that all the employees use daily. There was a lot of confusion about the transition at first. Calls have settled down lately. Half of the calls are people that press the wrong button prompt. No big deal. I transfer them to the correct one and everyone's happy. Then this happened. Me. How can I help you? Them. We've been waiting for the service desk to take our call for 10 minutes. So we hung up and pressed the button to talk to another department and got you. You need to fix our account on another website I don't work on, ASAP. Me. I can't. I can transfer you over to the service desk again. They'll be able to fix the issue for you. Them. But we'll be in line again. We lost our place in line to call you. You have to fix this. The meeting is in a few minutes. Me. I'm sorry, but I can only help you with the website I'm in charge of. Otherwise, I can transfer you. Them. Can't you put us in front of the line for the service desk? I can't wait 10 minutes again. Me. I can't do that, sir. Them. Fine. Know that you're really messing up this meeting. Me. I'm sorry about that. Transferring you now. I transferred them over. That's like going into a bakery because the milkshake shop next door has a long line, then still demanding a milkshake even though they only have bread. Your stores are right next to each other. Why don't you do the same thing? Sorry, but you kind of brought that on yourself, bud. Yup, couldn't have said it any better myself. I don't understand how people think they can always do a workaround by calling somebody else or transferring to a different department. It doesn't get you anything any faster. Had to disable a DVD drive in order to fix the user's email. File this under weird solutions to a problem. User calls and says she can't get her email, webmail, no client. I chalk it up to a weird DNS issue. Her being in the way cold Canada and our email server being in the States. Tell her to reboot and see if she can get better internet somewhere. She does. It doesn't fix the problem. I confirm our email is up and working. Okay, time to take control of her machine. I'm able to remote in, so internet connectivity works. Can't go to our web server. Can't even go to Google. Other sites do work. Bing. Ugh. WTF? Run some anti-malware programs. Nope. Reboot. Never trust the user. Nope. Look through programs and features. Huh. HP security program is installed on this? Let's get rid of that bloatware. Uninstall our errors out. Okay, now I really suspect that. Look up error. Resolution. Disable DVD and device manager. Then uninstall. What the heck? Okay, I do that. Uninstall. 
re-enable DVD, reboot again, and now she can get to her email server properly. Whoa, I don't understand that at all. What's the connection there? What does the DVD player, the firmware, software, any of that have to do with the email server? Any of you guys know? MS-DOS trumps Windows. So the downside of contracting is sometimes there's a bit of a slump. This is one of those times, and the agency has been getting me to work for only two days a week for the last three weeks. So I chase up the agency for better work. JJ, baby, you've got to get me a regular five-day gig. I'm dying out here, say I. Well, I've got something, but you won't like it. Anything, anything, I'll take it. So Monday I turn up, and it's a laptop migration job. Easy work, copy the data folder from the old laptop to the new laptop, and a team of us are doing the work. Three weeks in, and I'm bored. Fourth week, and I'm on the phone. JJ, this job is killing me, and I need to leave next week. I told you you wouldn't like it, but please hang on for two more weeks. Okay, well, two weeks, and you give the client my end date. So it's my last day, and I was passing the time counting the hairs on the back of my hand when my colleague interrupts. He has finished a migration, and the user isn't happy, as none of his spreadsheets are working. Are all his files in there, I ask? Yes, but the macros don't work. Well, then take him to tech support. And off they go. One hour later, they're back with the news. Tech support says that he created the macro files on the D drive, and the new laptop only has a C drive, so he'll need to modify all the files, and they sit down and go through the remaining checks. The user has that hung dog expression look on his face. I go back to counting the hairs on my hand. However, my brain is on overdrive without me realizing it. As the user gets up, I ask to have a look, and I see he has access to the command prompt. Copy com batch file, enter the command, save, make a shortcut. Please double-click the shortcut, then test your macro. It's working. Let me try another. It's working! You've saved me days of work. Thank you, he says with a beaming smile on his face. Another satisfied user. He's lucky that I had to stay there an extra week. As soon as I left the building, my mobile rang, and it led me to landing a much better job. Luck all around, it seems. Yep, sometimes you gotta take work you really don't want to pay the bills. I get it. And quick thinking on your feet, OP. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.